Gaming is an adventure. You can delve into the deepest sea or soar above the highest mountain. You can become the hero, slay dragons, or rule entire civilizations. You can do this all alone or with the fellowship of the best companions. So what do you say? Are you ready to go on an adventure? This is the Gaming Adventure Club Podcast. Hello, my friends, and welcome back to the Gaming Adventure Club Podcast. This week, we are talking about Red Dead Redemption being released on PC. Some bans going down. XO19 is super hype and a uh, little Master Chief on the television and more. But first, I am Manny G, as always, and with me once again is TX Andy Man. What's up, dude? Andy, you're muted. You are muted, Andy, and the world cannot hear you. That's awful. <laughs> That's so bad. <laughs> you know, I had a little coughing fit, and uh, oh and so no, it was a yeah, it was an emergency muting. So, okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, but uh, no man, yeah, uh, everything is uh, aside from that going really well, man. Uh, busy yeah, busy week, busy week, uh, busy f- like today and yesterday but um but uh but yeah dude it's a lot of fun man you know what i miss i what? miss playing video games with my buddy manny oh man that yeah hasn't me too in a while. That you know what in a while. i've been doing andy i have been playing i've been playing playing gwent mm-hmm. on my phone or on my ipad yeah that's that's really cool I'm logging in every day getting free stuff it's it's a really interesting card game it's like so mm-hmm. different than than like hearthstone for instance yeah right. it's it's funny because you are playing against your opponent right and you're mm-hmm. laying down your cards and you're not like using your cards to do a lot of damage it's about how much points you have at the end of each round there's three rounds mm-hmm. and you do have cards that do damage to your opponent's cards but you're not trying to kill your opponent so mm-hmm. it's it's a little funny but it's it's a really neat game i like it I like the, just the whole world and the lore and like, we're getting ready. Is it next month where the, um, the, the Witcher is coming out on Netflix. So I'm, I'm yes. really excited about that. Yeah. I'm looking forward to that. And matter of fact, I found the, somebody put the audiobooks translated to English, uh, on YouTube. So oh, you that could actually based on? find, yeah, yeah. You could uh, actually right. find the books, uh, just in audio form on YouTube. So I've That's actually awesome. started that. It's been really yeah. cool. So Gwent has been really cool, really fun. And it it's not, uh, I'm, I'm learning the game. And now I'm at a point where I went from just like winning and winning to now it's just like, okay, now I'm seeing decks from people who have been playing for a long time. Oh, okay. I so it's like, okay, I don't, they, they just objectively have better hands than I do. So, yeah. so now it's like, okay, now it's about collecting cards. Right. So there's different so, things you could do to collect them. So is it, so then now it's, I guess like a skill-based matchmaking system. It sounds like where you're getting matched against players more on you your do level. Have yeah, you you've got like your your particular rank that goes up and then eventually okay. it goes up to like yeah. this pro status, something like that. Nice. So okay. yeah, there there's some kind of balancing that way, but Okay. Um I I don't know what what resets that in between each season, so 
Right. But I've seen all kinds of stuff. It's fun. It's a pretty neat game. I like you it know quite what a I bit. Think, you that? know what I think the coolest thing about that game is? That it's it came out of uh, like a completely different game that's like amazing <laughs> in its own right. You know, it's oh, just yeah. like a little mini game within that game that spawned this. And, it, and I mean, I know that it was like a highly requested uh, thing from that player base, right? Because like, for yes. instance, Admiral Nips over at the Potato Thumbs podcast, he's, mm-hmm. he was like, he loves that game, right? Uh, yeah, the Witcher, yeah. but, you, you know, specifically Gwent. And then uh, if I recall correctly, Arrow Knight was also like a huge Gwent player, wasn't he? Was he? I don't know. I don't. I'm know. I don't pretty recall. confident that that. I think. Listen, it may be hashtag fake news, <laughs> <laughs> but if my memory serves me correctly, Arrow was also like a fan of Gwent. I think. I think I may have my podcast hosts mixed up though. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! But cool, so, man. Yeah, Gwent's been good. I've also. Um, uh, World of Warcraft started their yeah. 15 year anniversary event. Right, right. So like I, I was, um, sub to it. I, I had resubbed like a m- less than a month ago or something like that. And then, uh, I logged in to do the event and it was pretty cool because it's, it's like, um, you get to experience different expansions, uh, like they the different raids that exi- existed back then. And so you do these encounters and it's like uh, you're fighting one boss fight after another. You don't even have to kill the boss. You're just going through certain phases. Mm-hmm. And it's, it has this whole like RP thing going on where like this uh, this dragon kind of takes you through time. And it's like kind of uh-huh. telling you this story. And it's like, oh, this is the story of Deathwing or whatever. So you're like, or whatever, or Ragnaros. So you're going back there and you're fighting these bosses. And then um, you do like three different expansions worth. And then you get awarded this really cool mount. So I'm like, nice. I'm like, I don't even play the game anymore. I don't care. But I was like, I I want to get in there and earn it. I want to have that. So I I got it. So I think fun. I think the coolest thing, and I know we're we're gonna get to the show here, but I think we've got a little time uh, sure. today. Uh, yeah, kind of light cool, news week. Yeah, the coolest thing, dude. I think is that you could like, wow, as old as that game is, as yes. long as you've been playing that game, and really. At the point you're at now, right, where I would not even begin to call you like a regular WoW player. Like this is sort of the seasonal thing that you do, right? Something comes up, you stick your nails in there for, you know, a couple weeks. You say hi to your old buddies from back in the old clan days. And then you come back over whenever you're ready, <laughs> right? Yeah. Uh, but the fact that you can still get in there and find enjoyment even in playing casually says a lot about that franchise, right? Uh, oh yeah, yeah. We've we have off, you know, uh, the the record or off mic had discussions about, you know, kind of the difficulty I've been having uh, getting back into, you know, some of the the older franchises that that we've played, and and it's not one specific really, if I'm honest, right? Like you know, Division Two, Anthem. There's plenty of games that mm-hmm. have new content that you know, hey, look, they're getting better. Yeah, and it's just like, eh, you know, no. I don't feel like it, you know, and I'm sure (laughs) I'll probably feel like that about Monster Hunter. I haven't hit that point yet. I don't think I'm anywhere near. I'm certainly slowing down on it, but, um, but yeah, dude, it speaks a lot to, to, to the franchise, right? That that you can still get in there and be like, Hey, even casually, 
it's a fun experience for me. Well, there's always different things you can do. There's just mm. tons of stuff. And like, so I was doing that anniversary event. And then there's also like this PVP component that, mm -hmm. that you can do. So I was playing some PVP and that was really fun. And, and then I had this other character that was like under leveled in some old expansion. And I was like remembering this quest line that I was doing and I never finished. And I actually logged mm -hmm. on to that to that warrior and started doing these quests in this old zone. It's like, it doesn't even matter. You know, this was yeah. like years ago, but I yeah. was like, you know, next thing you know, and I was playing for like, you know, an hour plus on this character yeah. in an old zone to finish up a storyline that I just remembered. So it's, that is, it's kind of funny. That's super cool. That's super cool, man. Hey, uh, uh, that, which reminds me that video that you posted uh, on the discord, you know, for those of you that aren't in the discord, there's, Manny and all of our members are always posting some really awesome links to stories. But that video about, uh, you know, it was, I guess it was specific to Diablo 4, 4, but it, I mean, I think it has application in all the uh, ARPG slash, you know, MMO uh, progression type games. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. had some really good, like, discussion points, right, in there that were, were really interesting. Yeah, yeah. The YouTuber's name is Noxius. Uh, N-O-X-I... O-U-S. Mm -hmm. uh, really smart player, actually. He plays a lot of Magic oh, the yes, Gathering. Dude. He plays a lot of Hearthstone. He plays all kinds of games, like a lot. And and including like action RPGs mm -hmm. as well. Mm -hmm. Really insightful. He's he's a smart guy. Like, like uh, I would... Dude, I, yes, I don't know his very, past, but he seems like a, he was a game developer or something at some point. If nothing else, you know, he... It, he formulated his ideas really well, very articulate, uh, you know, uh, and and very well informed. I mean, I he brought up a lot of good points that that certainly got me thinking about, again, discussions that we have been having. And I think that's probably what prompted you to post it. Right. Because you, you yes. have been talking about stuff like that. Yeah. And, and one thing they talked about while well, he talked about was like just game design as a whole and having an end, end game that is. Mm -hmm somewhat like infinite right uh, just just a forever right. grind and and just kind of the pitfalls you can have with games like that and that's why like remember when destiny they're, they're bringing out their system to where you could just kind of endlessly grind this this power number yeah. i forgot what you call it uh like this artifact right something like that that was in that's currently in um world of warcraft it's been there for almost four years for like three years it was mm -hmm. in the last expansion too, and 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 it's funny because they just announced in the last BlizzCon that they're doing away with that whole system. Yeah. And when they mentioned that, the entire crowd, everyone there, there's thousands of people, they all cheered like right. the loudest cheer because yeah. it's not a good system because you right. constantly feel like all the progress and everything that I did yesterday it's is not important anymore. You know, it's it's yeah. not important because yeah. today you know, I, there's this, the grind continues, right? Mm -hmm. The, just that yeah, little bit, yeah. that power you can grab. It's the same thing with Paragons in Diablo three. Yeah. yeah right. You, you get to a point where it's like, I, I can't compete. I'm at 900 Paragon and these people that are doing these greater rifts are at like 3000. And it's like, yeah, I can't get my name up on the leaderboard. So why right. even try? So yeah. Yeah. Well, it, yeah it, it was he, interesting. He, he called, you know, he, the, uh, he likened it to, you know, a hamster on a wheel, you know, just 
you know, mm, constantly yes. in motion, but going nowhere, you know? Exactly. <laughs> So, yeah. yeah, but anyway, it's a really interesting video. I would absolutely recommend it. It's it's long. It's an hour long and it is certainly not, uh, you're, you know, like us kind of shooting the breeze here on this podcast. It's much more like a lecture, um, but it's it's super interesting, right? If you're into that sort of thing. Yes. Uh, and, and again, very informed and, and a lot of good stuff. But anyway, Manny, we have a show. Oh, we do. Yes, we do have. <laughs> no, okay. There's not a lot of news, so that's why we're right. kind of uh, taking some time to just hang out a bit. But chit chat. Let's jump in, dude. The first story: it. Red Dead Redemption. Red Dead Redemption Two finally makes its way to PC, mm-hmm. but uh, it's not. Uh, it's not having a great launch, Andy. No, it's not, man. They're having uh, just you know, as is the case here lately. Apparently, a bit of a rough launch. <laughs> uh, yeah, I so think now, uh, the Metacritic user score is like 3.3 or something. Something oof, terrible. Oof, and it's like, have people even finished the game? No. No, they haven't. Yeah. The problem yeah. is a lot of people can't even play it. Well, and that's the thing, right? Like this, the article talks about just from the get-go, from the download, uh, they're having issues, right? The The article writer talks about how, uh, and we'll read experts, excerpts from the p- article, but he talks about how, and, and this really struck me, uh, that he started his download, uh, yeah. walked away thinking, okay, you know, based on my speeds and the download rate, about an hour and a half, I'll come back for lunch, give it a whirl, have some information so that I can start kind of writing this review, and uh, came back and s- for some reason it only it didn't get past like ten gigs or something like that. And as we recall, <laughs> yeah. it's a huge game uh, memory wise. You know, it's oh like yeah, it was like over a hundred. Yeah, yeah that yeah. was like a hundred and twenty something. But it's pretty uh, massive. Yeah, so people can't even download the game uh, mm-hmm. to get it going. So yeah, dude, like it's it's had a lot of problems. Now the the article's a couple of days old, right? Because you know the show's at the end of the week, but. Sure. I couldn't find anything in terms of like real sort of uh, uh, impactful fixes that they've put out. <laughs> so I think that they're they're really drowning in bug and bugs right now. <laughs> is what it sounds like. But Manny from yes. our friends over at Polygon, you ready? Let's do it. Red Dead Redemption 2's anticipated Windows PC version arrived this week. And so far, plenty of PC players who have been waiting a year to play Rockstar's sprawling Western epic have had a rough time with the port. Now that I've had a chance to check out uh, the publicly released game as well as the preview build I tried at Rockstar's offices last month, I'm sad to report that I've also been running into a variety of problems. The issues cropped up right from the start when the PC version launched on Tuesday. Multiple Polygon staffers had problems just getting the game to download and install. The download process kept getting interrupted for no apparent reason with the Rockstar Games launcher asking us to resume. Uh, So yeah, dude, uh, you know, (laughs) even just getting past uh, that. And then, of course... Uh, skips, um, you know, just the, the, you know, the, all the bugs that we've, you know, that we've, we've heard from just all these other games, you know, and it, it seems like, you know, it's been a year, right? And it's not, yeah. I mean, it's a port, right? I mean, the, the article says it's a port. So, 
you know, like it's not like you're rebuilding the. I mean, I, and I don't, I don't, I can't speak to what it takes to do something like that with a game this size. But I mean, at the very least, you would expect a somewhat stable version to come out, right? Or am I am I mistaken? Well, it's been a long time since a Red Dead Two hit consoles, mm-hmm. right? So, you know, you would think, well. Maybe they would have had enough time to make it a solid launch. Right. For whatever reason, it's just not. Mm-hmm. And Rockstar, they kind of have a history of this. Like when GTA came out on PC, That's the, right. uh, the latest ones, tons of issues, yeah, tons yeah. that people just like for a long time too. Like mm-hmm. they, they persisted for a long time. And, you know, over time, they just fixed it and fixed it. And they, it still has issues. It's yeah. People still complain about basic things. That's like, why is this just not fixed? So it's not entirely surprising to me, but at the same time, it kind of is because it's like a, like it's this, it's for the most part, it's a single player game, right? Right. I mean, you have the online portion, but it's like, what, (laughs) why are the, I I have no idea. I have no idea what it takes, but you would think Rockstar could handle it. And and it's Rockstar, right? Like. The people who like don't isn't GTA like the highest grossing entertainment product ever to have existed ever across <laughs> all platforms, including movies, music. Oh yeah, you would think that comes with a little money. I'm saying, yeah, like, yeah. you know, so is like how are funds the issue? I can't imagine that that's the problem. You know, like, yeah, uh, it, it is hard to imagine. Yeah, a studio right. that has so many resources, like yeah. so much. Yeah. Just, you know, not delivering on a solid launch of their newest title. Right. And it's it's not like, I think for PC players, right, it's not like they're they're asking for, you know, anything different than console players have gotten. They just want the game to work, you know. It's like a very (laughs) simple transaction, I think. But but in any case, uh, some, some, like I said, some uh, fixes were employed, but from the, or deployed from uh, the same article, though, we have uh, uh, Rockstar released updates on Wednesday evening for both its launcher and the game itself, although the patch notes only mentioned fixes for crashing issues. Apparently, some of them were being caused by antivirus software. As of this writing, Rockstar's support site is still recommending that players temporarily disable their antivirus app as a workaround, which is certainly not an ideal solution. Uh, and a number of players are now reporting that the game update made things worse, which happens, right? <laughs> like, I've experienced that. <laughs> Man, they just yeah. can't uh, can't seem to, to catch a break, I guess. Yeah, well, you have to allow your fix to go through a certain amount of testing before you deploy it just to make sure it doesn't break anything else. Yeah. But when you have some major issues, you want to get out some fixes quickly because your game's just out. It's just out. You want people to to play it. So, Listen, I'm I'm having visions of Anthem, right? (laughs) (laughs) My experience was great up until they quote unquote fixed it, right? Put a a patch out and then like my game broke. I was like, well, no, this is no fun anymore. And that was it. That was the last time I played that game, dude. You know? Yeah. Sometimes you only get one shot. Now they got their money out of me, right? But, Uh uh, and and certainly I got enjoyment out of that game. But the point is, you, you, you don't, 
get a second crack at these things sometimes. And for a game like that, for them, right, that mm-hmm. that they monetize so heavily in the way that they monetize, like that's yeah. potentially, that's a lot of revenue for them, you know? Yeah, and there's, I believe there's parity between the PC version and the console version, meaning that the whole online portion, their, their moneymaker mm-hmm. portion of the mm-hmm. game, uh, that's there on PC ready to go. So, yeah, you're right, man. There's a lot of money that they're going to miss out on just with the initial wave of people. But I think the game itself is strong enough to have people just, you know, wait. Yeah, right. Yeah, um, I guess yeah, right. So, I mean, it, it's 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 a great game if, you, if you're into this type of kind of a Western where it's kind of has a slow start. Mm-hmm. And it's it's heavily stylized and it's 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 style over gameplay, I would say, even um, right. because some of the gameplay tends to be a little slow mm-hmm. and stuff. But, it, you know, there is action. It is fun, but it is it's definitely, uh, you know, mm-hmm. w- within a particular theme that that sets a tone. And and so, I mean, I don't know, man, I, I just I hope they fix these issues quick. But yeah. You know, but as we see, not too quick. <laughs> right, I know it's gonna take a minute. Uh, but but there you have it, Manny. What uh, what else we got? Well, Andy, next up, well, there's there's this this interesting topic that's going around in the community mm-hmm. right now, and it is about uh, the streamer named uh, Jarvis. He is he's a wait, is that his name, Jarvis? Uh, uh, yes, it is. It's Jarvis Katri is his Ooh, name. Very nice. I don't know what yeah. his, uh, uh, his gamer his tag. tag is. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Well, I guess we'll just call him Jarvis. But anyways, he received a lifetime ban, uh, for streaming some exploits on Fortnite, which is interesting because there are people on both sides of the fence thinking that like, wow, that's pretty heavy handed, a lifetime ban, whereas, People are also saying, well, you know what? You're you're not only are you doing something that's against terms of service, knowingly doing it, but you're also demonstrating it and showing other people right. on stream. Lots yeah. of people. So you're you're kind of opening a door that mm-hmm. says, Hey, look at this exploit, let's go. People are gonna copy you. Obviously, that's the way it works. Right. So they felt, hey, we need to give uh, a heavy penalty because we never want to see this kind of stuff in our game. Yeah, yeah, and uh, you know, like there's there's so many angles uh, to this story. But um, let me read this little bit from Kotaku just because it gives a. I think it informs us a little bit more about exactly the specifics of what he did, mm-hmm. and uh, and then we can continue. But from Kotaku, <clears throat> Jarvis Katri, a YouTube con- content creator for the esports organization FaZe Clan, received a lifetime ban from Fortnite earlier this week after releasing a video of him cheating in the mega in the mega popular Battle Royale shooter. This has since given way to discussion about the severity of the punishment and wh- whether content creators whose livelihoods depend on these games should be banned at all. In the offending video, which has since been deleted but can still be viewed via third-party uploads, the 17-year-old Katri demonstrated use of an aimbot, a hack that allows players to fire off quick headshots with pinpoint accuracy. 
These kinds of cheat programs have been prominent and controversial in online shooters for decades. Katri wasn't taking part in any kind of official tournament or competitive play and didn't link viewers to where they could purchase the hack. He did, however, know enough about the risks of using the cheats to open a new account rather than use his main one, and he repeatedly tells users not to use aimbots and worries about being banned during the video. Still, shortly after the video was shared with uh, his 2 million subscribers, Katri was hit with a lifetime ban from Fortnite ep uh, developer Epic. So... You know, it gives us context, right? So he yeah. knew enough to uh, create a, a dummy account, show people what he wanted <laughs> to show them, tell them repeatedly, like, you shouldn't do this, worried mm -hmm. about, Ava. Hey, I wonder if I'm going to get banned. You know what I mean? <laughs> and then, yeah. you know, like the other shoe drops. So, um, you know, it wasn't like he didn't realize what he was doing or yeah. he he thought he might be okay, like... I mean, rules, rules are rules, right? Um, and, there's, uh, there's no way he could claim ignorance. Yeah. Right. Yeah. There's no, like, I didn't know. I didn't realize he made an alt account because yeah. he didn't want his main account to get banned. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and as you and I know, uh, Manny, there are, you know, this, you know, hacking, aimbotting, that's a yeah. zero tolerance, uh, uh, offense as far yeah. as epic is concerned and you and i uh manny we both have um government uh employment right uh and, yeah, and yeah. there are zero tolerance rules that we have to follow and we don't get a second crack at that right so i mean you know zero tolerance is is what it is right to me that means is like hey man if <laughs> you know if if my uh well <laughs> Uh, if my, you know, if if I have to go get drug tested and I'm hot, that's yeah. probably not going to go well for me, right? Same, I imagine with you. Well, I imagine <laughs> with you, it's the exact same thing, right? Like, yeah, yeah. So you know, like there's there's no dancing around. Dish. There's like no, you know, like this is that's a no fly zone, right? Mm -hmm. Um. Then again, Manny and we we talked about this a little bit uh, off air. The kid's 17, right? Yeah. And uh, that being said, right, I, 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 at 17, did some, my fair share of stupid things, you know what I mean? Because uh -huh. you're sort of navigating the world, right? You're you're learning yeah. these lessons. And for us, like, you know, maybe we make the same mistake, no worse than this kid did, you know, in this instance. Mm -hmm. But but that lesson is learned privately, right? And and we learn it and hopefully it stays with us and it changes us it molds us into better mm -hmm. humans right but then yeah. that that mistake is gone right gone lost in the ether right <laughs> no one you know even remembers it well uh, maybe i mean i i <laughs> i've done some pretty significant stuff that i shouldn't have done like when i was like 15 that yeah had lasting effects right and and you know they were they were damaging to relationships and and lives and stuff and they they were they had big impact and it all depends on exactly how severe your actions were at mm -hmm. the time that determines how how bad the, the repercussions will be so i mean he, yes he's young 
He's been successful. He oh, has yeah. plenty of money. Hopefully yeah. he'll smart enough to save money. Yeah. Um, but that's that's kind of that's it. Rules are rules. Yeah. Actions have so. consequences, no matter I think what. So. I think so. And I you know what? Honestly, I kind of fall on the side of uh, you know, Epic, this is a zero tolerance rule for them. I don't think it's a good precedent for them to kind of uh, uh, cater to the requests of um, content creators uh, because it sets a different set of it, 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 it makes a different set of standards for um, for the haves right and uh, and I think that yeah that those those dudes are already look this kid is 17 and he has 2 million subscribers right <laughs> yeah like the kid is he can fine. do something with that go play Still. apex yeah go play they didn't pan you exactly. ban you from apex they, they look uh modern warfare is a new uh i, uh-huh. I uh, <laughs> ip and um yeah i'm sure and dude the fact that this story is out and it's creating so much publicity for him how many more subscribers do you think he has now right the kid's gonna oh, be yeah. fine right absolutely um, but it's a good lesson for him right like hey you don't want it to happen again yeah you, know? you gotta <laughs> you gotta play by the rules yeah. you know but it's this the article's funny because it, it has this sentence here uh this has since given way to discussion about the severity of the punishment and whether content creators whose livelihood depends on these games should be banned at all now i'm of the opinion yeah that because they are content creators and because their livelihood is on the line, they are more responsible to right. set an example hey. of what it is to not cheat and try to break the system because you have thousands of eyes on you doing yeah. exactly what you do. And if you lead yep. thousands of people astray, that's different than just one person doing it I on think, their own. I think that uh, the fact that you're, look, you're making money playing this game yeah. right that that by definition makes you a professional okay so and, yeah. and in all walks of life professionals are held to a much higher standard you hold yourself to a much higher standard standard okay so yes look i it's it's tough it is tough for this kid to have to learn uh this lesson the way he is but He's he, kids, kids, my kids, my 10 year old who plays Fortnite, I'm sure knows who this kid is. Right. Yeah, Probably yeah. subscribes to him. I don't want my kid to watch this guy uh, doing unethical things, uh, you know, even playing a game. Right. Because that's where mm-hmm. it's, it starts somewhere. Right. If you're willing to 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 um, uh, to to bargain with yourself on the little things and say, ah, who yeah. am I really hurting? Right. I'm mm-hmm. making a spoof account. I'm doing all these things to work around the rules because I don't want a permanent consequence. Who's yeah. it really, you know, who's it harming? But the fact is like, no, man, you know, like this is a risk that every decision you make has a consequence, right? Some of them are good. Yeah. Some of them are bad. So this is one of those times where, look, the yeah. kid obviously knew, that, obviously knew that this might happen, and it happened. Now we know. Yeah. <laughs> now well, we anytime know. you broadcast an exploit for a game, mm-hmm. there's going to be heavy consequences. The publisher, the the developer, they're going to look to bring the most severe consequences they possibly can. 
because they want to make an example because they cannot afford for, you know, aimbotters to run rampant in Fortnite. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's just somebody, sh- you know, shows it to several thousand people. Then all of a sudden thousands of people are looking into it because look at how much fun this guy's having doing it. Yeah. Right. So then they mm-hmm. do that. And that really, really messes with the game as a whole. Um, you know, you don't want that to happen to your game. If, if Fortnite is your baby, if Fortnite is your game, you don't want people ruining it by cheating. Right. So whenever a cheater comes up and you have the opportunity to make an example out of him, Mm. then you scare all the people who are on the fence about cheating by banning this guy permanently. Yeah. And that's what they did. That's what they figured. And yeah. Hey dude, I am. I am all about showing mercy. I am all about mm-hmm. forgiveness and helping yeah. people. Right. But there's certain rules that you break. You have to learn consequences for, and you have to yeah. live with those consequences. Right. So, well, and I, I mean, know, I think, I think there's still, there's grace in there, right? Like I, I, I can, I can sympathize with the kid certainly. And I have, sure. right. I've already explained. Oh, yeah, how yeah. He's young. We've made mistakes when we were young, but I think there's also, you know, in in a kind way, uh, you know, saying, well, look, I'm glad you learned your lesson. Uh, I'm glad that you are a better person for it. But I think that, like, there's no take backs, right? Some some actions have permanent consequences and then you just establish a new normal. You know what I mean? Yes. Yeah. I, I, we've all crossed that bridge in the in, at some point in our life, right? And you just say, okay. Well, this is my new life. This is the new me. I accept responsibility. I accept my punishment. I, you know, yeah. I wish I hadn't done that. But, you know, moving forward, this is who I am. And and the mm-hmm. dude, there's there's been some some great humans uh that have that have evolved from great, you know, mistakes that they've made. So, uh, yeah. I think I think this is, you know, and 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 in the end, Manny it's games. Mm-hmm. That's true. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. I, I think for me personally, I have suffered consequences for my actions that have affected me and affected the person that I am today. Mm-hmm. So if I, if I did not receive those punishments when I was younger, I would not have the character that I have now. So it's important to endure mm-hmm. the things that are due you yeah. so that you become someone better. Yes. So hopefully this Amen. kid uh, ends up someone better. I mean, he's only seventeen. Absolutely. There's plenty of time to grow. That's right. Yeah, he's plenty of time. There's uh, there's some uh, other quotes in there from uh, from Ninja, uh, also from his one of the clan uh, leaders that he's a part of. Obviously, mm-hmm. um, you know, going to bat for the kid, which sure. I understand, right? Like they 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 have to kind of stick together and show support to one another. But I think that, you know, we've already kind of discussed how we feel about that. I think we expect better from those guys. uh, And hopefully this will be an opportunity for them to reflect on that and say, you know what? We expect better from ourselves, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And and personally, I if if it was if he had never done anything like this, let's say if I was in charge and, you know, this is not his typical um, actions and you know it, it because everything is like on video right like mm-hmm. his whole streaming career or whatever uh you know it, it could be verified what type of player he is and maybe maybe somebody would look at this specific incident um 
you know, and say, hey, you're you're banned for the next two years or something like that. You know, I, I don't think that would be like ha- having a long temporary ban can be just as effective uh, of an ad- of a deterrent as having a lifetime ban, I think. Um, yeah. But I don't know. That's that's just kind of my opinion. You know, if, if you gave the kid like a two year ban instead or something like that. Yeah, that 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 I think would be just fine. But you, you know what, though, I think that in that case, then this is probably one of those things where if if I'm epic, I say, nope, this and they have actually there's a mm-hmm. quote uh, uh, here uh, from the same article when asked about Katri's uh, future with Fortnite. Face Clan said they are looking to <clears throat> excuse me, negotiate with Epic on getting the ban reduced or removed. Epic has been quoted in several outlets as saying, we have a zero tolerance policy for the usage of cheat software. The developer did not respond to Kotaku's request for comment. So it sounds like, at least for now, (laughs) they're sticking to their guns. But you're right, right? That's not to say that in a year or two years, at their leisure, uh, them revisit this and say, okay, has it been enough time? Uh, I think so. I think we've reviewed everything. Kid seems squared away. His recent mm. videos and everything seem pretty gracious. He took everything well. He wasn't, you know, making excuses. Let's reinstate him. But but that happens in the future. You don't even contemplate it right now. I think that's that's the way the lesson mm-hmm. is really solidified, right? Yeah. This kid, yeah. If I'm this kid's mentor or influencer in any way, I say, hey, bud, just take your lumps. You messed up. Have gracious attitude. We'll look at other content. You can grow from this. Be gracious. Don't flaunt it. Don't like, hey, good thing I got kicked out of uh, Fortnite because now I got double uh-huh. the subscribers, right? Just be uh-huh. humble, be grateful, and then, you know, good things happen. You put good out yeah. to the universe, good comes back. Yeah. So, anyway. And, you know, zero zero tolerance. If, mm-hmm. if permanent ban is tied to zero tolerance then I don't see this getting overtaken, like yeah. overturned. For sure. For Anyways. Sure. <laughs> well, what Andy, else we got, Manny? Uh, XO19 is coming up real soon. Is that next week, I believe? Uh, next weekend, right? Yes. The 15th, perhaps? Come on, brain. Let's work here. Um, Actually, I'm just going to click the article. Here we go. Just, November hey, 14th. <laughs> by brain, I mean the internet. Yes, yes, exactly. I was talking to my fingers specifically. Yeah, right. Uh yeah, so that's that's coming up really soon. They announced tons of uh of of games. And yes. well actually it was one of those announcement of an announcement thing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Right? Yes. Uh, but are these the, so this list, these are all the different games that they're gonna talk about, right? This is, I believe, as best as I could find, the 24 games that uh, that they were discussing would be showcased. Now, some of them, Gears 5, for instance, uh, you know, we have Gears 5, but I'm probably, uh, we're probably looking at maybe some um, DLC or yeah, uh, stuff yeah. like that, right? But the list mm-hmm. looks pretty, I mean, Gears 5, right? Um, Halo Master Chief, my guess is maybe some... Um, uh oh gosh reach stuff in there is it right? is it on pc yet talking? the master chief collection or is uh, that still in the future because no, it no, feels no, like no. it's yeah, been I, coming to pc for a long time but i don't know yeah i think it's already out on pc 
but that's pure speculation. Um, <laughs> but I mean, I mean, for me, nothing really that stands out. I know that there's been a lot of talk uh, surrounding the the uh, the Star Wars game, um, mm-hmm. but but I mean, nothing nothing super crazy, you know. Yeah, I think it's going to be what it always is. Just yeah. kind of a, a party celebration of what's going on, talking about stuff that we already know, <laughs> are kind of familiar with. I would not be looking at this to say, hey, this is uh, uh, the next, like, this is going to be like E3. Like, it's never been that, so I don't think we should really expect it. So go in there with proper expectations, and you'll probably have a good time checking out some of these. If you're interested in any of these games, you know, you probably get some, at least a tidbit of information. Like, if you want to know more about Minecraft Dungeons, they're going to be talking about that. Yeah, right. And I think that's actually pretty cool. It's not something that I'm going to play because I don't I don't really like Minecraft, mm-hmm. but my kids do. Oh, yeah, My kids yeah. love it. So I don't know. Right. Maybe maybe I'll play some Dungeons with them. Oh, uh, they're, they're going to talk about the, uh, the flight simulator. Mm-hmm. This thing, from what I've heard, is incredible. That's like, right. There was... Uh, I. I recently recently they there was a group of people that went and played it and i i can't remember what the event was or even who it was but i remember hearing from multiple sources that the microsoft flight simulator is so much cooler than you would think right so anything else stick out to you andy no man just looking through this stuff i mean perhaps some scarlet stuff right x cloud is uh currently mm-hmm. being tested so uh you know aside from the games i imagine we're gonna get some some really good announcements surrounding those uh projects yeah. that they have in the works uh mm-hmm. and, and you never know right they might be yeah. something up nothing that's leaked though nothing that we kind of get a hint at so we'll see we'll just have to see yeah yeah they're also going to be talking about a uh, bleeding edge that's uh that's um that's a new game coming up from ninja theory and I I played it. I played the beta. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can say that it's it's not for me. <laughs> it's not. Yeah. I, re- I really tried and it was like, uh, right. I don't like this. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah I, it just it was not for me. But who knows? Maybe it's a bit more polished now and, and, and good to go. But yeah. Yeah. Check well, it out. That is uh, that is coming soon. Less than a week away. Heck yeah. A few days away. I can't wait. Watch next week. And we're going to be like, oh my gosh, Project Scarlet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So we'll probably next week probably mention if, if anything cool came out of that. We'll, right. we'll bring that up. Uh, but actually something that is happening, I believe it is next Friday, is the uh, Exile Con. And that mm. is the convention for Path of Exile. Grinding Gear Games is is uh, is uh, they're amazing action RPG, and they they have been uh, Chris Wilson. He owns the studio. He is a like a Diablo one and two player. Path of Exile is heavily uh, influenced by that particular franchise, the the early Diablos. So it is, I am so interested to hear what comes out of that conference mm. because they're going to announce their, their, um, they're on patch 3.8 right now, I believe. 
And if you don't know, this game is is incredible and it's very unique because it, it's a free to play game. There's they have a cash shop and the only thing they sell are are cosmetic microtransactions. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's how they're completely funded. So every three months they have uh, a a new season, and it's usually a pretty big content drop. So like four times a year, you're getting some major content and it's incredible. Like no one else is pu- pushing out content like that unless you're like Fortnite or something. So it's, it's, it's pretty amazing. They know, they thought last year that Diablo four was going to be announced. So they were getting ready for, for their game to compete against Diablo four. So Diablo four has been mm-hmm. announced they said their POE uh, 4.0. They are announcing that. So I'm mm-hmm. I'm pretty interested to see what they've put together to compete with Diablo 4. Mm-hmm. And I think I think it's going to be pretty big. So well, I know you're I, a, I'm excited. You're, I know you're a big uh, Path of Exile fan. Uh, I you had well I say I downloaded it. You had me uh-huh. download it on my yes. Xbox because it's it's a free game. Yes. Uh and then uh I think you said, well, it's not very good on Xbox. I'm just going to play <laughs> it on PC. You're on your own, Andy. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was over a year ago yeah. that it's been on Xbox. It's now on PlayStation as well. Yeah, it just wasn't I mean, they have a small team. They yeah. work super hard. And it just wasn't quite there, but that's been over a year. So I don't know, maybe it's running well, but yeah, I I do. um, I am planning on going back after they kind of talk about what they're doing. So, yeah, well, it'll be interesting, man. I I lick that video that I talked about at the beginning. The guy Mm -hmm. mentions uh, that's one of the games that he mentions, right? He talks a lot about that Diablo two, Diablo three, obviously, because it's the most recent uh, Diablo and then he yeah. mentioned some progression games like Path of Exile was a big one. Then he mentioned mentioned Grim Dawn and a lot of other ones that are out there. But um, I know that 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 game is very good. Uh, I would be interested in getting into it. Maybe maybe we'll check it out on on Xbox. Yeah, yeah. You, the the three point nine is coming soon, so maybe mm-hmm. uh, maybe we'll try that out. It's a good time to jump on, huh? Yeah, yeah. Maybe we can rally the troops and we could all jump in as a community have a little ooh, little path of exile that'd be fun yeah (laughs) that'd be fun man it'd be really fun uh next up andy yes halo television oh coming soon i have been so excited about this since we first mentioned it many many months ago um uh, but yeah it's a it we as we mentioned in the past it's a showtime uh show so uh, I have really high hopes for this. I mean, the production quality, I feel, uh, should be really good. Uh, and then, you know, uh, the fact that they are a one of the uh, premium cable channels, uh, I feel, lends it to, uh, to be a little more, I guess, mature uh, mm-hmm. in what it can explore. So, you know, you don't have to worry about... Uh, you know, them appealing to a younger audience as much. Yeah. Uh, so, I, man, I'm really hopeful. And then seeing the lineup, right? Um, well, anyway, the point of this story is that it's about to bring a, begin actual production, right? They've, they've finished with the table reading. 
Uh, A tweet from Halo on Showtime said the cast is assembled. The table reads are complete. Production on uh, at uh, Showtime Halo series is about to begin. So looks like it's it's getting going. You know, 2021, I believe, is the Mm -hmm. projected um, uh, release date. And uh, yeah, I got to say, like a lot of the actors I don't recognize, but there are a handful of them in there that uh, uh, that that. I do recognize, and one in particular, the the actually the main character, the uh, the Master Chief, right, uh, is played by uh, Pablo Schreiber. I don't know if you're familiar with the uh, actor Manny. Uh, I don't watch movies. You don't watch often, TV. That's so right. <laughs> uh, did he's I look when I picture Master Chief in my in my brain, he's not like one of the first ones that pop into my head, right? And especially, like, if you don't yeah. know him, uh, you look him up online, you're like, well, this guy looks kind of like a dork. But he has been in such a <laughs> huge range. Yeah, he's been in such a huge range of shows playing very different characters. I think he's a, a very good actor, man. <clears throat> Most recently, yeah. like, my recollection of him was uh, he plays a, a leprechaun. I can't remember uh, the the character's name, but he plays a, a, a leprechaun on uh, American Gods, which is uh, it's a book uh, that has you know been turned into a, a show. I forget what channel it's on, but it's also a, a premium cable channel. Um, and uh, Mad Sweeney, that's the name of the the character. Uh, he's so good in that. And then he played. Um, he I know he was like in Thirteen Hours, which is an action movie as like a awesome Green Beret you know, Navy SEAL type soldier. Uh, Mm -hmm. But one of my favorite shows of all time, The Wire, uh, he was in, uh, I believe the second season played, uh, you know, I wouldn't say like a, a super important, he, he was not a main character. He was a main character in the season that he was in. Uh, but he was in that show, did an exceptional job. And, uh, and so, you know, I, I trust that he can pull off the role, uh, even though when you see him, uh, it's not, you're probably like, oh, really? (laughs) Like, I would imagine, (laughs) you know, Master Chief to be, I don't know, like, you know, Goldberg or, you know, (laughs) something like that, right? (laughs) Like this massive human, but, Mm -hmm. uh. But no, dude, I'm I'm uh, I'm super excited, man, and the fact that uh, again it's going <clears throat> it's going into production. It's one of my favorite universes. I'm sure yours as well, right? Um, oh yeah. So I'm 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 stoked, man. How about you? As someone who does not watch a lot of television, uh, are you excited to see live action the universe that, if I recall correctly? pretty much like was the catalyst for your sort of you know modern gaming uh life oh right? yeah yeah definitely halo got me into gaming like mm-hmm. like that was that was it that was my entry point pretty much um mm-hmm. yeah i i really i really think this is going to be a lot of fun to watch i don't have showtime mm-hmm. um i guess i'll have to figure out how to get this series Without having Showtime, I don't oh, know. <laughs> hey, Manny, look, all of those premium channels have monthly subscriptions. We can yeah, share exactly. a password, 
things can be it, done, Manny. Okay. Uh, yeah. I, I really want to see like the Mandalorian and stuff. And so, but that's locked behind Disney plus. Oh yeah. Um, but I was going to say halo. It's not owned by Disney or anything like that. So there's not going to be like any weird restrictions. I, I think being on Showtime, I think you're right. I think we're going to see some, some pretty crazy stuff because the halo universe it can be like, yeah, it's a video game and stuff and it doesn't look too crazy. It looks, you know, like a video game, but it's brutal, man. It yeah, is a man. brutal universe. Oh. There's crazy stuff. It's war. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's, it's, uh, you know, aliens that are terrifying and scary yeah. and yeah. it's, it's, there's some bad stuff happening. So yeah, uh, sure. yeah I, I hope they do it right. I hope they, they do it justice, man. And I think, I think they will be just fine. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> Well, Andy, uh, next next couple stories here are about uh, Blizzard. Mm. Again, Blizzard oh, no. has been sneaking its way onto our podcast like for like six weeks straight, Look, something like that. Blizzard has kept us in business, okay, Manny? <laughs> let's, let's, let's be honest here. Blizzard, Activision, yeah, EA, they all take turns. Just <laughs> yeah. Well, so, man. so we all know the story of uh, of Blitztrung, the Hearthstone mm -hmm. player who was banned recently. At the what has it been like four weeks now, five weeks, somewhere around there. Um, so, if if you don't know the story, then just uh, download the last couple episodes. It's it's yeah. there. Every everybody yes. knows. Everybody should know now, right? Mm -hmm. So BlizzCon happened. There was a lot of uh, protest, and mm. um, I listened to a lot of podcasts. And a lot of the podcasts I listen to, some of them have to do with like, um, I listen to like old World of Warcraft podcasts, even though I don't really play. And mm -hmm. I just like some of the guys, right? Mm -hmm. So one of the guys that were there at BlizzCon, they said that as far as uh, organized protesters go outside of BlizzCon, there's like 15 people or so. There wasn't like a massive group, but there were people there. They were, they were kind, respectful, and they were handing out like pamphlets and stuff that were actually informative that told people the situation. So that was mm -hmm. really, really great. Bliss Chung, you know, he got his prize money back. He still has right. that six month ban. Yeah. He just got signed to a professional Hearthstone team, Temple Storm. Mm. So he is, he's going to be returning to Hearthstone and on a professional team, he's good to go. Mm. So that's great. That's, that's really great. We talked last week, how J. Allen Brack apologized um, and people that it's, it's mixed. It, it really sort of. is. Yeah. So, well, some people are like, yeah, that was a, the, a non-apology that was, that was very, yeah. like very much, you know, this is what I'm expected to do. Here's what I'm doing. Yeah. Uh, but I also right. heard of, of people who were there at BlizzCon who know employees of Blizzard say JLM Brack before this position is is an amazing person he's the guy mm. that everybody wants to work under because he's that good and he's just a a great human being mm. uh is 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 what i've heard and that knowing that information that that apology came off of as very sincere to some people who were there at blizzcon so i don't know you 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 know everyone is free to have their own opinion i know there's a lot of people who have banned any kind of blizzard games in their life personally until mm. uh blitzchong is no longer banned so right. you know that that's kind of a form of protest people are doing and stuff but mm -hmm. it's it is interesting and it is kind of funny that 
this whole situation gets put on the shoulders of one person, Jalen right. Brack. Right. And it all kind of comes down to how do you feel about this one person? Uh, but there's a lot of people involved and this particular, this particular, uh, article here from the Washington post, uh, interviewed, uh, Jeff Kaplan, Jeff Kaplan. Mm. He is, he's basically the, the man in charge of overwatch here. He's, he's a blizzard, uh, VP, mm. uh, matter of fact. And this is what the interview says. It says Hearthstone player, uh, Blitz Chung right. uh, remains uh, suspended mm-hmm. in the wake of his uh, live stream protests in early October in flavor of demonstra- demonstrators in Hong Kong. Mm-hmm. That is despite an apology to the fans over the handling of the matter by President Blizzard President J. Allen Brack at the start of the company's mega convention, BlizzCon. In the days since the conversation, there are many who feel Blizzard has not done enough to correct its actions, even after it reduced the suspension from 12 months to six months and returned the winnings it initially stripped from Blizzard. One of those people in is Blizzard Vice President and Overwatch Game Director Jeff Kaplan. Now, this is a couple quotes from Jeff Kaplan himself. I was relieved when they reduced his suspension, Kaplan said in a Friday phone call interview. And I think the suspension should be reduced more or eliminated. But that's just my, uh, but that's just me. Mm-hmm. So before we go on with the rest of the quotes here, Andy. <clears throat> yeah. So this is the vice president of Blizzard Entertainment. Mm-hmm. The the VP. He's saying, I think, you know, he, he was relieved. Yes, that was great that, that they reduced the suspension. But he personally feels that... Uh, it should be eliminated or reduced right. further. Yeah. Yeah. So um, this is really interesting. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Uh, I think it, um, I, I don't know. You know, it, it seems like for a company that size, now granted, I, they're, look, they're attached to Activision, right? I, I am not an apologist. Um, sure, sure. But that being said, right, we did talk about, or I, I shouldn't put words in your mouth. I mentioned that, uh, mm-hmm. you know, it's like, I, un- I, I get it, I guess. Right. Like if, if, if let's take, you know, such a contentious issue, right. Which I think, uh, you know, you and I, of course, agree on this, right. We, we've already talked about how, you know, we have friends, uh, one in particular, right. Uh, Holden, uh, mm-hmm. who was in Hong Kong, you know, we call him future man, right. <laughs> Uh, and we've been we've known each other for we were all uh, like admins and, and ambassadors over at the uh-huh. Derp, right? Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, so he's very dear to us. Right. And we care very deeply about him and we support him 100 percent. That being said, this is still right. If we're looking at it uh, objectively. Right. It's an organization that's kind of built around, uh, uh, you know, entertainment and the tournament, right? Uh, is it a platform to uh, have political discourse, right? Um, yeah. So I think that for for that, there. I mean, even if it was, uh, you know, any kind of discussion, right? Um, mm-hmm. Not taking into account, you know, the funding and the money and where it's coming from and all that stuff, which is what made the story what it was. 
there has to be some punishment, I think. Um, six months does seem harsh, but we also yeah. have to measure that with the fact that, you know, they gave him all his money back. They've kind of reversed on on sort of what happened to the shoutcasters. Like, it seems like they, 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 their reaction to the initial sort of knee-jerk reaction uh, was a little more thoughtful. Um, mm-hmm. That being said, I mean, I think it is a long time for something that wasn't inciting violence. It wasn't, you know what I mean? And it, and, it, and the cause was obviously personal to the, to the, to the, to the individual, right? Blitzchunk. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I tend to agree. My, my issue isn't so much, uh, you know, agreeing with, with, you know, what he wants to, to do here. Right. But, uh, the, the issue I think here is <clears throat> sort of the, uh, not contradiction, right? But, you know, the president says one thing and now we've got the VP sort uh-huh. of kind of throwing <laughs> his two cents over here now. Yeah, exactly. You know, B- uh, Brack didn't say, hey, he's the suspension stands. This. I mean, in fact, the, the reason people were so upset at him is because he didn't really even mention uh, the player, right? Like he didn't even, he just said, hey, we handled this situation very poorly and then sort of kind of, moved on from that right so yeah you know he's not really uh uh, you know you can even say well maybe maybe this is what they want him to do like okay hey i apologize people aren't really happy with me maybe let's put some a better face in front of the camera maybe a little better personality someone that is a little more comfortable uh speaking in public and then we can start kind of working it from that angle so who knows who knows maybe blizzard does want to uh appease the masses a little more but i still think like you would ha- you have to expect that they have some sort of repercussion uh for that sort of thing simply because you know do they want yeah. political commentary mm-hmm. in in that platform you know what i mean yeah it's funny because <laughs> you you know you would think hey for situations like this they need to have punishment set in stone so that right. no matter what the situation yeah but in reality they did have punishments already set in stone and the the punishments that blitz blitz chung originally had were those exact penalties that were already set in stone right and his offense basically came down to what would happen to blizzard in the chinese market mm-hmm even yes. though Jalen Brack said it doesn't necessarily matter right. the the specific contents of of what his statement was, it was the fact that you know Blizzard would be they they there would they saw that there would be some type of penalty from the Chinese government in the Chinese market with all of their IPs mm-hmm. if they didn't do something right. So if you, if you look at specifically what the guidelines say anything that is going to like damage their reputation which is mm-hmm. exactly what would have happened if they right. had done nothing about it right so it's funny because all of all the punishments and everything that actually did happen it all said it would happen right blitzchung said he did it knowing he would get in trouble he didn't know mm-hmm. exactly how how yeah. bad it would be right he didn't know they would throw the max at them but oh yeah dude yeah it was a bloodbath so, bro <laughs> yeah yeah so I, yeah. I think it's it's interesting seeing how jeff kaplan being a part of the corporate leadership 
is just not not happy with ha- what what happened. Uh, and mm-hmm. the, just to, just to finish up his quotes here, says I'm obviously Jeff Kaplan saying this. I'm obviously a huge supporter of free speech. It's something that's very important to me. Kaplan says. I got it got to me personally. I think the punishment was too harsh and I was greatly relieved when they gave him his money back. I think that was extremely important. And then he said, we had to deal with a few of them in season one in particular. And that process usually takes about four or five days to make a decision. Kaplan said, and he's talking about overwatch specifically, right? There was always a group of us involved in deciding what the punishment should be, and we would heavily devil's advocate every part of the decision. So I was actually shocked that such a harsh penalty was levied. And so quickly, right? Like it was yes. immediate, you know, yes. the, which is which is what I think the, the, the huge problem was, was that it, it, it just made it look awful. So, yes, right? Like. If, again, we're trying to be as objective as we can here and look at it scientifically, right? Uh, yeah. Which I know seems like, like no, you know, of course we care about these people. And, and yes, we do. But yes. I think, yes, right, like through through that lens, through that sort of more emotionless lens, yeah, like the fact that you reacted so quickly – lends itself to 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 think like who made this decision right so and that's where yeah. the discussions come into like was it the the chinese branch of blizzard to the uh, net ease right the, per, yeah. the the same people who tweeted that you know we uh what is uh-huh. it we'll pr- defend the pride of our country you know like yes. <laughs> is, it they, is it those people that that made that decision autonomously um so like yeah whatever the case is clearly there's some uh there's uh, some some stuff they have to really iron out internally uh, going forward, right? For for these sorts of situations. So, <clears throat> yes, yeah, and I I do like that Jeff Kaplan that they have this whole process in place yeah. for Overwatch currently, right? Right. Um, and it, and it seems like a, a great system. This is exactly mm. what you want. You want to have multiple. Uh, points of view you want mm. you want people to be actually play the devil's advocate mm-hmm. you want both sides to be argued for so you could come up with a decision that is both right. fair to 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 you know given the full situation so that definitely didn't happen right and hopefully hopefully going forward we see blizzard acting more responsibly with social issues like this oh, yeah. regardless yeah. of whatever the issue was yeah absolutely Absolutely. So, all right. Moving on, Andy. Yes. Um. So, so that that's basically the show, right? Yeah, we're at an hour, Manny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah we we talked a lot. We did. About we totally who knows did. What all kinds of stuff. <laughs> we were catching up. That's what happens. We yeah. don't. Well, we don't play games during the week, Manny. I know. We, we we spend all our time just yakking it up here on the podcast. Yeah. So Andy, should we should we make an announcement, Let's or should we make that. an announcement of an announcement? Let's make. Why don't we do? I guess like Microsoft did and make an announcement of an announcement. Okay. <laughs> All right. We're going to be announcing yes. that we're going to make an announcement. Okay. All right. So Andy and I, we're gonna we want to do something. 
We do. We want to. Uh, we want to do. And I know I am the busiest I've ever been right now. But um, life, life's fine. Life always makes a way. So Andy and I want to start a new project. Mm-hmm. A new podcast project. Uh, some of you will say, this is dumb. Why are you doing this? Mm-hmm. I'm not going to listen. And some of you will say, uh, all right, let's go. Uh, yeah. We, we want to do a podcast about something that it, that we are really excited about. Oh, yeah. And it is, are you ready? Drum roll, please. Drum roll. <laughs> We're going to do a Diablo podcast. Heck yes. I'm on board. <laughs> I'm on board. <laughs> So here's what we're planning on doing. Uh, I, I don't know when we're going to launch it. It's 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 going to be a little while. Yeah. But what we want to do is we're going to take the first set of episodes and talk about everything we know about Diablo 4 currently. Mm-hmm. There's a ton of information. I know we talked a lot about Diablo last week. We didn't even scratch the surface. Oh, so no. that's why we want to do no a way. podcast that where we just take a deep dive, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, there I think there's several episodes to be made. I mean, you uh mentioned it and yeah, kind of put in the notes together today really sort of like cuz I thought, look, with the note with the news and if we get into this Diablo 4 thing, which we wanted to kind of expand upon what we yeah. saw last week. I was like, there's no way this is a 2-hour episode easy. Like and we not that's not even trying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes. Oh man. So yeah, I think I think we've got plenty of stuff to really uh dissect and get into. I know that uh you know Diablo as a franchise is uh, a beloved franchise. Um and there's a lot of good stuff coming and it's a ways away. So we have time. We have time to sort of digest the information uh you know, the new seasons around the corner, Manny. So mm-hmm. we can get our, yep. our, our sort of uh, feet wet one more time. You know, I, I poke my head in there. Uh, not every single season, but certainly the seasons that look interesting, right? Yeah. Um, so I think this next one coming up seems like, you know, it's kind of uh, kind of tepid on it. I think the, the, the buff <laughs> is going to be um, kill streaks or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but, I mean, it looks fine enough to kind of give it a whirl and, and, and also, you know, just kind of revisit the universe that both of us love so much. Yeah. Yeah. I actually, I just started a few days ago, uh, a Diablo book from on mm-hmm. audible. And I actually, I just finished it today and oh, nice. it is uh Diablo legacy of blood. It is an mm-hmm. old novel and it was really good. I really, really liked it quite a bit, nice. but um, so yeah, the, the plan is we'll do a first set of episodes covering Diablo 4 and then we're likely going to stop now Blizzard has said four times a year they're going to communicate with us about Diablo 4 until up until the game is released so what that means is that every few months Andy and I will put out another episode mm-hmm. and we'll talk about everything they talk about mm-hmm. um, so it's you know up front we'll have a bunch of episodes and then we're just kind of you know It'll be a project that's ongoing until the game comes out and and it's not going to be like a weekly. It's not even going to be a monthly thing. Mm-hmm. It's going to slow down quite a bit as information comes. But right. it'll, be a, it'll be a podcast. It'll be on its own feed and everything. 
and we'll probably put the initial first episodes here so people have a chance to listen to it. And, um, but yeah, I'm super excited about it. Same Z's. So <laughs> stick around. And, uh, yes. and even if we listen, even if we make those episodes just for us, Manny, I'm, this is one where I'm like, yes, I'm so excited about this, man. I missed out on, uh, the first few Diablos, right? Cause those were PC mm-hmm. games and, and I'm yep. not a PC gamer. Uh, yes. but thankfully you, yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, Andy, but, yeah. I've, I've read it. I've been seeing on the, the PC gamer subreddit. I keep seeing these articles of dudes that are like in their fifties. Today I saw a guy who was 62 and they're like, I built my first PC ever. And I'm so excited. I'm Dude, like, that yeah. is Andy. Yes. 22 more years. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's a, yeah, oh, we've man. got time. We've got time, but no, man, I'm really yeah. excited about sorry, it, man. Sorry. I cannot wait. I cannot wait. Yes. Good times. So, all right, man, we've been talking forever. Let's yes. get out of here. Thank Let's you so much to everyone who is supporting us on Patreon. We greatly appreciate it. Thank you so much for sticking by us and for supporting us. For all this time, we Absolutely. really just uh, thank you so much. And to everyone who is uh, dropping dropping reviews for us on iTunes, five star, that really helps us. Yeah. If you have any feedback for us whatsoever or you want to become a part of the community, just go to GamingAdventureClub.com and yeah, drop us some feedback there. Yeah, man. Come, come into the Discord, y'all. Manny puts yes. a lot of good stuff in there. Good articles, good YouTube videos. Listen, he's definitely the brains of the operation. Okay, I'm just here for the I'm just here for the coffee and donuts. Oh man, I've I've been so like hands off the last few like uh, over a month because of yeah. all this stuff going on in my house. But um, oh, that's you, that. Uh, I, I am I'm starting <laughs> phase two of my house project tomorrow, uh, and that is going to drive me crazy. I have to. Uh, build some walls, yeah. uh, do a floor, hang drywall, all kinds of fun stuff. Uh, so that's going to take a little while, but you still, you still carry the show, man. So, <laughs> all right, my friends, thanks for hanging out with us. And until next time, have an adventurous week and take care of each other. See y'all.